All right, so I just want to address formally, um, now that I have regained control of uh, the wayward ship that has been Red Star over Oklahoma, that um, we do 100% adhere to the uh, Alex Jones model of liability on this show. Uh, And that is to say that we're all character actors here. Um, This is essentially um, a very, very long form of uh, improv. And it's not going well, I'll let you know. Um, But just for any future like custody disputes or legal ramifications, uh, I also want to note that... uh, we are for sale at any time to conservatives and other um, establishment types. Um, uh, the uh, you know uh, we'll, 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 we will happily uh, take take uh, anyone's checks because I'll tell you Soros ain't been sending them things out um, not since I mean at least what when did you stop getting yours two thousand fourteen way back in the day yeah man it's I mean it's it's been a while. And so, you know, uh, this whole paid protesting thing hasn't really panned out the way I wanted it to. And so I'm just letting everybody know I'm ready to switch sides at the drop of a hat. Just call us, text us. Uh, We even have an email account, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, it'll work. Just let us know. Many months has come and gone since I wandered from my home In those Oklahoma hills where I was born Many a page of life has turned, many a lesson I have learned. Well, I feel like in those hills I still belong. Way down yonder in the Indian nation, ride my pony on the reservation in those Oklahoma hills where I was born. Now way down yonder in the Indian nation, the cowboy's life is my occupation in those Oklahoma hills where I was born. I'm Adam Burnett, and this week we've got just Carl Roberts on the show. Everyone else is uh, busy out creating content for the show. Probably. I don't know. Or really care. And this is Red Star Over Oklahoma. We are a small political news podcast broadcasting about uh, left Oklahoma. Uh, This week in national news, we're going to be covering um, protests in Romania uh, and a little bit about a BBC story about a convention for hacking children, which is uh, not, not hacking into children, but using children to hack, uh, before going to Oklahoma News. And we got a big old two-part story about our good friend Mark Wayne Mullen. Good boy. Plumber. You know he's truthful. Uh, and then before we'll jump into a conservative reading list from the Tulsa Beacon, which I'm sure won't make us very angry. And of course we'll have socialist events for the week. Hey, just right up here at the top, I want to tell anybody who's a new listener, just, you know, if you can give us an opportunity and if you like the show, Hey, uh, tell your friends and make sure you rate and review on iTunes. That really does help out. I've seen, we've gotten some more, uh, reviews and some more rates in the last few days. And Hey, just that helps out every time you can do that. It really does give us uh, an ability to move up and get more listeners. And the more people who listen, the more cool things we'll be able to do, uh, for the show and make it even better for y'all. Uh, so anyway, let's get right into it. Uh, so over the last few weeks, um, Romanians have been protesting, um, and the protests have mostly uh, been about 
uh, corruption and embezzlement in the go- their government after uh, their president dismissed a corruption lawyer uh, from what is essentially their justice department. Um, the the protests have grown rapidly uh, on Friday, uh, and we're pulling a lot of this from a BBC story that we'll put up. But uh, on Friday, uh, there were more than fifty thousand people uh, in the streets of the capital in front of their government offices, um, and uh, at that point, there started to be um, interactions with the police. Uh, there were allegations that um, the uh, Protesters had attempted to gain access to a government building and the police stopped them. And when the police stopped them, they used quite a bit of force. And there were also allegations that protesters were throwing bottles. Uh, but the police responded with tear gas and water cannons. Um, and I guess, um, you know, we, we chose this story because I think this is one of the things that a lot of people uh, get confused with, in, in my opinion, with protests like this. And Carl, I think you'll be able to like expand on this as well. But um, that when you have a protest, if you have a group of people there that are opposed to it, necessarily, I mean, it's it's an engineered outcome that uh, those two sides will clash and clash violently. Uh, I mean, isn't isn't wouldn't you agree with like that uh, analysis of uh, th- this kind of scenario? Yeah, and I think in general, anytime cops show up to, I mean, I think anytime cops show up to a riot, they're kind of looking for a fight. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think also too, when people show up and they're and and, and they're faced with this kind of stuff, you know, whenever they're protesting this kind of stuff, of course they're also going to be looking in some ways to to protest. And if you want to talk specifically about Romania, like. Romania is the only country that had a change from uh, a, a state capitalist authoritarian government to a, a liberal multi-party democracy that was violent in Eastern Europe, you know? And that's not, that's fresh in people's minds. That's not, that's not gone, you know? That's two-thirds of the population remember that, you know what I mean? If not more. So it's like, kind of makes a lot of sense to me. I don't know. Does that make sense to you too? Yeah, yeah, uh, of course. I mean, I think that's one of the things a lot of people, um, not a lot of people, but the, the, one of the things that often gets missed uh, in understanding, especially like Eastern Bloc countries, is because we kind of just, especially as Americans, and especially as Americans born after 1990. Uh, we just kind of see these countries as being like, oh, those are, you know, relative first world countries. When in reality, uh, they are all uh, getting, you know, their own governments for the first time in history. And those governments may only be 40, 50 years old and in some cases 20 and 30. And so, um, yeah. Well, in all cases, the, the, the post-communist governments are... Like, yeah, 20 or 30 years old. 20, tw- 27, I think. Yeah. No, 20, damn, 29 now, depending, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, I, I think that that's one of the things, it's like, it's like one of the things that I think also like people don't understand about the first world war is the, the change in hands from monarchies to just other forms of government, <laughs> which I think is like really crucial to understanding a lot. But anyway, um, I think one of the important things that came out of this 
is uh, I'm going to just read some of the uh, quotes from some of the protesters um, because I think, you know, at the end of the day, uh, one of the most important things to always do in protest is to show solidarity with those in an, uh, living under the thumb, of, well, thumb, boot of oppression. Boot. Yeah. Um, but uh, this is a Romanian named Elena Engel. She said, we want to see modern roads and schools and above all to not have to pay bribes to the left and right. And like, I can, I, I can dig that. You shouldn't have to pay bribes to go to school. Um, uh, Vlad is a 60-year-old Romanian. Said corruption and embezzlement which profit the ruling class are what bothers me. And not only, um, you know, is that, you know, something to stand in solidarity that we can all understand is not good, but I also love the very obvious translation out of whatever language Romanians speak into English that this was. <laughs> they, they speak Romanian, Adam. Oh, do it's they? A, it's is a that... Latin language. Oh, well, that Where do you happen. think the name Romanian came from? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I got to be careful because I, I almost said, but yeah, but Czech people don't speak Czech. And then I was like, wait, no, they do. Yeah, they yeah they do. But Iranian people don't speak Iranian. Yeah, yeah, they do. Chinese people don't speak Chinese. Y- you got a bunch of different countries you could choose, man. It's not that hard. Just name something in the new world and you'd be fine. It's not... Oh yeah, Americans don't speak English. Wait. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is <laughs> really <laughs> Moving on to our Moving second on. national story. I, wait, I, I just wanna I wanna say a few I wanna say a few more things. About, okay, okay, I okay. Say a few yeah. more things about Romania. Because I think I think that this is like you know what I said earlier about like they had the only violent revolution and that's like something people still remember. I think the other thing too is that, and this is, you know, I'm currently living in post-communist Europe, right? My partner's from post-communist Europe, post-socialist, whatever you, post-state capitalist. Okay, if I'm going to say my real spicy opinion, get out of here, tankies. Bullshit there. Whoa. Um, but, Whoa. But, Isn't but, that what we call America's system? Whoa. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Yeah, it's almost like there are similarities. It's almost like exactly what I wanted to say is that there are similarities. Um, because like, look at look at that fucking complaint. We want to see modern roads and schools. You know, like who could not say that about America? And and they got this fucking promise that oh it'll work out. Oh you know it'll be good. And then I don't. I've been reading the shock doctrine by Naomi Klein for a paper lately, and it's just like it's just the fucking scam. It was a scam. You had all these people who who rose up to to say this is bullshit. We don't want a corrupt government. We don't want government officials controlling the economy for their own benefit. And nothing fucking changed except that you go vote, and people think that going to vote is serious. You know that's that's the biggest change that's happened. Well, and, and they... so it's just like it's you know it, all this formal shit. You know, formal democracy, right? It doesn't mean anything if you don't have the material conditions that make people's lives better and that and that line up with that. You can't have this political liberal democracy without also having the economic one. That's just what this is, you know? That's what they've lived through. You just don't understand efficiency, Carl. I'm sorry, but, you know... At the end of the day, it, it's all about efficiency, and you'll never have an. You know, guess what? Our ability to produce in the last twenty years has multiplied by a thousandfold, and you know what? We work more than ever. Why? Because we're hard workers. 
we've we got bootstraps that we pull and um we are allowed to make our own decisions about how we spend our time and our money because this in america is a free market it's free market it's freedom it's <laughs> it's free real estate <laughs> oh wow uh. okay um Man. Okay, we could go on to the next one. <laughs> All right, so our second story also comes from the BBC, uh, and this is uh, this is a, a kind of a, uh, a wacky story. Uh, this is our, our fun story for the week before we jump into uh, Mark Wayne and then um, go to what I consider to be uh, the uh, darkest website on the planet, Tulsa Beacon. Um, uh, so there was a competition in the BBC, or in the BBC, in the in England, organized by uh, an organization called Roots Asylum, and they've got a cool elite spelling of their name with some O's and a Z and other cool stuff. And they are a nonprofit that promotes, and this is in quotes, so quote, hacking for good, in quote. Um. And so they had middle uh, middle school aged children uh, attempt to hack into a replica of the U.S. Um, database that uh, calculates votes um, for um, funds and, and like shits and gigs, and I think there might have even been a scholarship or something. And so they uh, attempted to um, uh, break into this. And as it turned out, the first competitor to break in was 11-year-old Audrey Jones. It took her 10 minutes. The bugs in the code makes us able to do whatever we want, she tells uh, the reporter. We call somebody our own name if we want to. Make it look like we won the election. Um, And so, I mean, my biggest takeaway from this story. Also also known as the... The have your brother be the governor of Florida in 2000 version of elections. Okay. Important note. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so, yeah, my biggest takeaway from this is what's really fun is to expose the wheels of power to uh, children who are essentially sociopaths with no social education and then just let them go fucking wild with it. Like I really feel like um, a Lord of the Flies kind of situation uh, could really benefit the U.S. right now. And so, um, you know, that and uh, also maybe paper ballots sometimes. Yeah, maybe paper ballots. I, th- I think I think it's important to note that like what the, the hacking they're doing here is for websites that report stuff. So it's not even – the craziest thing is that this is like government websites. You know, This isn't like the, 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 the getting into the voting machines and actually changing votes. It's just like you know when you go into like Oklahoma.gov, it's those websites that they're breaking into and that it's just this fucking easy. You know, like that's, that's, that's so crazy to me when you think about that. Like how are more people not doing that just for shits and gigs if we're all being honest? Uh, and I mean, um, I don't think, don't do that. Actually, by the way. <laughs> well, and I think that that's one of the things that like this brings up is like you know hacking for good is like I'm a big believer in like you know d- do whatever you want. Now you know I'm a I'm, I'm a very you know not liberal but left person in the you know as long as you aren't hurting other people. But like 
doing this is just kind of seeding entropy. It's like some of the stuff that like, uh, you know, every, you know, every once in a while when a, a big billionaire will say, oh, whoever can do this in, in this amount of time will, you know, get this reward. Uh, and like the problem with that is, is that all you're really doing is like, I mean, you're educating people, which I think is super important. And, you know, you can always say that you're injecting entropy anytime you, you know, teach people how to do anything. But at the same time, when you're like, ah, yeah, we're going to have a competition for who can dispose of a body the most, uh, uh, the, the, the most efficiently and then not leave any DNA evidence, but we're going to use mannequins. It's like, well, maybe we, maybe we should do something else. Maybe we should, maybe we should do, you know, maybe not, maybe not practice how to do. Cause like ostensibly these children could just go home and do this. Which, like, yeah, sure, they probably. could learn how to do that on their own it, with the internet. The internet's awesome, and there's lots of stuff you can learn on there. But, like, at the same time... Well, yeah, I mean, I, 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 think, I think what's good about this, and, like, I don't know, coming from, like, a, a family that's involved in computer security, I get the, the good hackers, because that's an important part of computer security, is just beating the bad hackers to hacking stuff so that you know what's up. Um, but still, it's, like... The fact that an 11-year-old did this in 10 minutes should tell you everything that you need to know about the state of our computer security in in the U.S., you know? Like, that is a good form of hacking, I think, that you can have that in a story, right? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and you can be like, this is, this is, this is, how is this allowed? Who, who lets this happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's so indicative, too, in a way. It's so useful for me because it's so indicative of, of the fact that, like, People don't give a shit about the things that matter. Like, this should be so important, defending this stuff. You know, we can have a fucking space force, right? But we somehow can't, and this is part of the article, authorize fucking $380 million. That's fucking chump change for the fe at the federal level to work on um, voting security. Like, like that's, it's, it's just ridiculous to me. That should be the most important thing that we do is protect our voting. Like, fuck, fuck the rest of the stuff. Let's protect that. That matters so much. You so, know? so my, my darker, hotter take on this is that a lot of my actual conspiracy theories around the government stem from the idea that there's no incentive for uh, people in power to actually improve those structures. Because if they win legitimately again, then they can just go, look, I won legitimately again. And if they don't win legitimately, they can say, look at how broken this system is. Uh, true. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real problem. It's I mean, I mean, there is just a blatant incentive for um, people in power to continue to not address problems or to continue to create their own problems such that they can blame them on external things. I, you know, again, my hottest take on this is that see the war in the Middle East, but, you know, try not to say those things too often. <laughs> Longest war in American history. Sorry, and that's it. That's yeah. It. That's all I've got. <laughs> that matters. That does matter. And that's the kind of, but it's also, that's the kind of the, the result of this stuff because we have this system that doesn't actually do anything to promote democracy in America. People don't give a shit about it. Nobody makes money off of it. 
Except for the only time people make money off of it is when they come up with fucking computer programs that can sell to state governments. Because for some reason, that's how it should be. Instead of like, no, all state governments get one voting program and it's by the federal government and you have to do it like that. And no, you can't look at your fucking email and send chain, chain emails, boomer dad 97, who runs the voting booth. You know, you can't. You can't do it. That's that's the only way we can do this. And it's one of the most important things, I think, for those of us on the left, because it's part of the same thing in in um, in Romania where people just don't trust the fucking government, you know, but that breed. I mean, I mean, to, to, to I mean, to agree and expound. I mean, that goes to, to what you know what I was saying. You build apathy, baby. Doesn't yeah. matter what you do. Watch TV. Doesn't matter what you do. Go shop at Walmart. It doesn't matter what you do. Keep burning fossil fuels. The climate's fine. The climate's fine. Don't worry about it. I know it's hot. It's always hot. You you remember when your grandpa said he had to walk uphill both ways in the snow? That's what this is. Don't worry about yeah. it. You're fine. Be tough. Be tough. Manly. Drink a beer. <laughs> Football's on. Football's on. Don't pay attention and don't worry about the fact that we can't protect your votes. That's what it is. And I mean, three I, I out of the five last presidential elections, in my in my opinion, <clears throat> did not go the way that the vote. Uh, uh, was was in they 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 changed the results by looking at them, and one I have problems with the electoral college anyway. Two, you know, there's a lot better th- ways to structure governments other than just having a president that's voted on by the people. You can do proportionalities and have prime ministers, and it actually works out really, 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 really fucking well. See Angela Merkel. Otherwise, the Germans would be building a new um, well. Uh, well, what, what were all those things that, not, how, that Hitler built? <laughs> I don't know how well it's working. It has its own set of problems. It, it has its own set, set of problems, problems but to be fair, I think if you guys had had a popular election, I'm not sure what would have happened. Yeah, yeah, that's always a problem. Especially one wins. veiled through an electoral college designed in 1812. Yeah. But I mean, that, I, it, this is just the thing is that there's so many different places where uh, our fucking democracy gets attacked and nobody in the government gives a sh- shit. And, that, and that's the problem. He's incentivized not to give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Where, where, where there's a benefit and there's honestly two parties, if we're all being entirely truthful, the benefit from low voter participation, the ve- benefit from the fact that people don't really trust our elected our election system and so on. And and we got to be honest about that. I don't know that that's necessarily true for the Democrats, though, because I think that they benefit from the the two party first past the post system in that they never even have to really lean that far to the left. Uh, that it, it, in order to even be a contender, I mean, the, this is such a conservative country that they have to be in that middle. And so for them, voter turnout is always good because anyone who turns out who isn't already turning out is going to vote for a Democrat. All new voters are Democrats because no one who gets involved with politics is like, wow, these Republicans look like stand up people. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, you know. All new, and that's been true since I mean, basically the civil rights movement is that. So I think I think for this country, voter turnout in this country right now is good for Democrats. But I think that a if you're talking about a political system that is actually reflective of the communities that it is uh, controlling, no, that's not good for the Democrats. They're way too conservative. Well, and I think I think it's not. I think extra voter, and that's the the debate we see on the in the democratic party right now is do we go for moderates 
or do we go for uh, or do we go for people who don't turn out? The, the, the reason Democrats in power want to go for moderates is very straightforward, and it's because it means they don't have to change their political positions or they get to ret- it means they don't turn into a Joe Crowley. Because the, none of the Democrats in power right now would benefit from uh, more people coming out to vote because they'd have to move to the left and because like Nancy Pelosi's husband gets fucking insanely rich off the, the military industrial complex, right? Well, just a- like Diane Feinstein. It's, and so it's like, it just like all of them, um, I, I didn't mean to just pick woman. I'm very sorry about that. Um, uh, but it's just like, that's the thing. And so for these Democrats, it's also good that it doesn't happen like that. You know, and if you look, if you look at this article, like the Senate Democrats were like, we need to keep this money up. What did they do to support this $380 million a year going to voter security? They were chanting USA. They were being nationalist about it. And it's like, yeah, that's indicative of the, the angle that they take that I don't think people who don't show up to vote really give a shit about. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong, there is this general, oh, America's cool, American. But do you really think most fucking people who don't vote care about that? I don't. I don't. And I don't think it's 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 healthy for our democracy What's how this is playing out right now. And I think it's good for both parties. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and, 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 and and like I said, I mean, you know, like, you know, like I said, it, it, I think that there isn't a lot of incentive for people in power to change because they can shape an outcome through this yeah. lens. But anyway, you ready to move on to Oklahoma news? Yes, I am. I'm so excited this week. Oh. <laughs> I don't actually know the Mario music. Yeah, that, that was not the Mario music, Adam. Oh. <laughs> dee, 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 dee. That's the Mario music. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, good, good. Well. Um, yeah, so what we got actually two related stories about Oklahoma's favorite, uh, Oklahoma's favorite plumber. Mar- Mario Mullen, uh, the, the, the congressional representative from the eastern part of the state, uh, Congressional District 2. Uh, if you'll remember, way back in the day, he decided that he had lied about his promise to only run for three terms and is now going to be there for four terms, which is going to come up. That's going to come up, and that's going to come up in the second story about him. Because the I, first story... You, you don't even understand. Before we even get into this, I just want to let everybody know I was I was back uh, as 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 Carl alluded to last week. I was uh, near a dam, uh, world's longest multi-arch dam. Let's go Oklahoma. Um, um, but I was at a dam last week, and that is uh, firmly that that area of the world is firmly in Mark Wayne Mullen territory, and I saw unironic street signs for Mark Wayne Mullen in people's yards. And I just want to let you know that it it's out there and uh, it's a place and it's not good. I mean, I don't know. Nothing says qualified for government more to me than uh, I inherited a fucking plumbing company from my dad. To you know kind of I mean? be fair, that does actually sound pretty reminiscent of like most people in power now, but whatever. Well, at least Mark uh, Mark Wayne Mullen just got a small loan of a million dollars. <laughs> exactly, not a hundred million. <laughs> otherwise, he'd um, be president. Yeah, otherwise he'd be yeah doing something a lot more important than this. Um, but the or first running Jeff Bezos's murder island. Yeah, that's probably a thing. Somebody should look into that. Um, Amazon Fire Island, right? Oh my god. 
Um, so back back to back to Representative Mullen. He uh, is one of four additional members of Congress who purchased stock from a company, a small Austrian biomedical firm called Innate Immunotherapeutics. Um, a board member of that firm, Representative Chris Collins from New York, apparently uh, is going to be in some real big legal problems right now. He, uh, one of his sons, and then somebody else he's related to, as far as I know, are getting charged with insider trading based on knowledge they had from his time as a congressman. And that, that doesn't... You don't... That doesn't no, work. Do I, don't, that. I don't... Carl, are you reading the story correctly? Because I really don't think people honest. I mean, we're talking about honest Republicans here. I mean, this is the this is the party of law and order. This is the party of honesty and integrity. You're telling me the party of Lincoln. They freed Who's the slaves. Yeah. Not those dirty Democrats. Also. Never mind. I can't. I can't go on my. I can't go on my four and a half hour. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. So this uh, representative Collins uh, is the largest shareholder of the company. He's on the company's board of directors. Uh, it's and it's unknown if these four congressmen. So Representative Mike Conway from Texas, Doug Lamborn from Colorado, Billy Long from Missouri, and Representative Mullen uh, got information from him. Though apparently. Representative Collins is such a corrupt asshole that he's been overheard <laughs> by reporters bragging about how many um, how many people he's made insanely rich in his hometown, uh, <laughs> which you know raises some questions. No, um, no, it doesn't. He's just on the come up. Come on, come on. Yeah, yeah. When you get yours, up, right? you got to give back to your community, okay? And what that means uh, is giving contracts, government contracts out to your buddies' businesses to the point where you're actually just paying them out of your pocket because they actually don't do any work. They actually hire out someone else to do it for even cheaper who might – they might also hire someone else out, <laughs> which um, isn't corruption. It's called contracting and subcontractors, okay, Carl? So I don't even need you to be that way, all right? The free market yeah. is efficient. Okay. I'll stop. I'll stop. Um, I'll stop. I'll just I'll just lay out some more facts here about this. Uh, so Representative Mullen bought about uh, between one hundred and one thousand and two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of shares in this company, right? Legal. Um, which is legal. That that part's legal. But he bought it in what's called an over-the-counter market, which is less open to um, less open to scrutiny than a normal stock exchange. And he is currently on the – which committee was that? Uh, do, 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 do. It's the subcommittee, the subcommittee on health, on health of, of the House of Energy the House and Commerce Committee. We yeah. can't say it at the same time because um, no one heard what we said. Say it. You say it. I'll, I'll say it. The subcommittee on health of the House Energy and Commerce Committee, uh, which Representative Collins is also along. He and the other five people, including Representative Collins, supported and uh, – Another person who's unimportant to our part of the story supported the 21st Century Cures Act, which was going to increase the speed of like drug approval processes, and that would be good for the company. Uh, this bill was authored by Representative Collins, and Representative Collins says that um, his stake in the company does not represent a conflict of interest, even though he and these other congressmen all stand to benefit and all voted in line with this uh, this bill, despite. 
you, you know, despite literally being in a position to materially gain from it, right? This is the situation where you're supposed to say, I would materially benefit from this. Oh, I shouldn't buy this. Um, or I should recuse myself from voting. Which uh, yeah, I was about okay. to say, there, there's um, also this crazy thing that, like, one of the reasons why, like, you're, like, you're allowed to do stuff like this. You're allowed to make all of these decisions, but it's just like pleading the fifth. You can't plead the fifth if you aren't actually incriminated by anything. You can't just say, I don't want to testify. And and the whole reason is because you have the fifth amendment. If there's something you can get in trouble for, we'll absolve you of it. But it's the same with this. He can recuse himself and be allowed to make this deal as long as he disclosed it. What he can't do is not disclose this deal and be in a position to affect the price of the stock, which is exactly what he did. And that's why it's not good. I mean, he can do this. If he wants to go buy this stock and he believes in this company and yada, 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 whatever his lame ass excuses are, he's allowed to do that. He just has to disclose it. And he has to recuse himself from things that can do that. But he doesn't want that. He wants his money and his power, not one or the other. And you're ideally not supposed to have both. And the thing is, I mean, the craziest thing is that you can't really like the timeline here. The the frontier has a really good like layout of the timeline here. He's appointed to the Mullen specifically is appointed to the health subcommittee on January 9th. Three days later, he purchases the stock in the company. So he gains this position that lets him affect the stock like directly because that's what he's working on he purchases the stock and then it's a day before there's a new york times story talking about how a lot of people are buying the stock right so it just you know it's one of those things and then to go vote on this and then to go vote on on this thing you know it, it, it looks super shitty it looks like the exact kind of corruption that people in romania are getting into fights with cops about you know like what what is that if not corruption? How is that not corruption? You know what I mean? Well, it is corruption, but he's <laughs> just not going to get in trouble for it because this is the U.S. Yeah, well, you raise a valid point. It's a <laughs> sad point, but it's fine. a valid point. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, I think it's a really good transition point to our next story because of some stuff that Mark Wayne Mullen uh, personally said. Uh, and this story is about him and his just stupid plumbing company, his just absolutely smooth-brained, red-van-driving plumbing company. I don't know why I really don't like his plumbing company. I don't like his plumbing company for some reason. I have this innate hatred for it. It's because, that- it's because Carl, that as a communist, you can't stand a self-made man. Yeah, probably. Yeah, nothing quite says self-made like my dad gave me stuff. Uh, it's true. That, Damn you, Dad. Carl, that's a blue-collar man right there. You need to watch how you talk about him. Okay. Oh, oh he's, he's going to make that claim in a bit. Because that's the thing. I could write Republican talking points. That was my whole point in Will Sal- Dude, I can write those things. I can, I can give belabored speeches about how great capitalism is and all that. Because guess what? They're freaking talking points. They're not true. Actual policy is really hard and it's very complex and we try and talk about it a little bit and we are vastly unqualified to talk about it. But guess what? These guys, they just read a script and the script is pretty awful to be really honest. Yeah, it's so stupid. And I mean, I want to lay out the story before before we talk about yeah. the script you read because the script you read is just so, so, so smooth brained. There's no other way to put it. Um, 
he what happened was he's been now been banned from appearing in ads for his plumbing company or continuing with his home improvement radio show um, and really doing taking any kind of active role in promoting his plumbing company. I mean, well, everyone hold, knows. Okay, hold on. Mark hold Wayne on. Mullen, we have to stop for just a second. Why? He has a home improvement radio show. How did I not yes, know about this until right now? I didn't, I didn't know. About, I don't know. Oh my god! Is he? Oh my god! Is he Tim Allen? Have we been Sasha Baron Cohen? Is he Tim Allen? Has he been he Tim Allen Tim. the whole time? Oh my god! Dude, I think that's true. Tim Allen in a fake nose. Man, Tim Allen could have gotten a better nose, you know. He could look less of like a I don't know, like like some kind of badger that like ran into the wall too many times. You know what I mean? I really think we might be being Sasha Baron Cohen. He has a home improvement radio show? <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen, for who is America, got elected from Oklahoma's second congressional district. No, 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 no. Not actually Sasha Baron Cohen. I'm saying Tim <laughs> Allen actually got elected and put a yeah, fake nose on. It could be. And he is... Oh my god, I want to listen. We need to find this home from a radio show because if it is 45 minutes of just confused grunts, I know it's Tim Allen, okay? Well, we're going to we're going to do we'll have a special edition sometime soon where we do that. Whoa. No, for the election, for the no. election. Oh my god. Yes. That he's going to win yes. handily. No. <laughs> well, but we're gonna we're gonna go through that. We're gonna we'll find some gems in this fucking home home repair show. Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I can do. I I I I'm into that. All right. I'm also very into that. Okay. Uh, but to continue the story, <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently he uh did not violate uh some some rules by accepting more than $600,000 in earned income from his plumbing company, even though the limit is $27,000 for House members. Um, and to be fair, this was, a, this was a bipartisan committee, but I feel like plenty of Democrats are also using their role in government as graft um, since they're in the government. Uh, I just listed two of them earlier. I could probably think of a lot more examples, you know. Um, and so... <laughs> What he's uh, the rule that he may have violated is uh, being personally involved in endorsing services pursuant to outside employment. Um, to be fair to Mullen, when he came into office, he was open about this and was like, "Hey, I want to talk about this and see what's okay." But still, um, it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous that he's been able to use his position as a congressman to do this stuff. And then when you read through some of the some of the data here. It's really, really ridiculous. Um, for example, his wife got paid by his company $40,000 in a joint account shared with him. And that was an accounting error because it should have just been paid to his wife. And like, how, how does that distinction meaningfully matter? When it's a company he owns, his wife works there, and it's either supposed to go into her account or his account. Like, do you really think... I mean, they're a married couple. They have a joint bank account together. You think he can't access that money? Or and I'm not even saying that like he could he controls his wife. It's just it's like this is stupid. This is such a meaningless distinction. Um, luckily, luckily he can't do it anymore. But he still can't. All the old stuff can stay up, um, which is still I think stupid. I think it's inappropriate. I think it's very inappropriate. But what he thinks. Um, is I think is I think pretty funny. Uh, he 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 
released a statement, and I just want to read straight from it, Adam, because I, th- I think it's worthwhile to read straight from it. Oh, and oh the- will it be? Will it, yes. will it, will it let me know yes. that Mark Wayne has not done anything? Uh, Is this the script we, we talked about earlier? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Let's find out. Um, quoting him. As the Ethics Committee report clearly states, I have followed the gu- guidance they provided since my first term in office. Now the rules have changed. The new guidance in this report only proves that you can no longer be a citizen legislator. You have to be a career politician to serve in Washington, D.C. If I don't fit the bill for a citizen legislator as a plumber, rancher, and someone who has never held a political office before, then who does? Which, you know, I don't know if citizen legislators are supposed to use their positions in government to pass bills that will help their you know, stocks. I don't know if that's a Washington insider thing to do. I don't know if it's a Washington insider thing to do to take your fucking fat paycheck from being a congressman uh, and your super nice benefits from being a congressman that you have for life. And then at the same time, still receive all the money from your business that you didn't do anything to earn because it just took your dad dying for you to get it. I don't know. I don't know if you can even be a plumber and a rancher at the same time. Those jobs seem like they would eat a lot of time and be mutually exclusive. And I don't know if he's actually plumbing stuff. Does he even deserve to be called plumber? You know, is he the one riding the horses and like rounding up the cattle? Is he doing that work? I don't know. He's not a plumber or rancher. He's a capitalist. He owns things. He doesn't do any of the work. And it's just, I also, I, I also There's, love. I mean, like, and, and to expand on that same idea, like, I also love the fact that he, Kateri's a, a, a citizen legislator, is like, a, a, like this thing where like you have a job but you're also in legislation, and like that, just like, why would you? Okay, why? Okay, so if you're saying that it's good for like a plumber and a rancher to be a legislator, okay, but would you say that it's good for a legislator to be a plumber and a rancher? Like, would you be like, oh, yeah, I'd take someone who's really good at writing really, really good laws and I'd have him, like, drive horses for me. Like, no, like, you're not making any sense. I would much rather have someone who's, like, educated in public policy and understands tax codes and economic systems than to just be like, well, <clears throat> the guy who runs the quick and stop is, uh, uh, he knows, he knows how to change the the syrup out on the machine and he can count change (laughs) adam what why have you been putting syrup in your car what is car syrup no 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 you oh you you change the bags of syrup out on the fountain drink oh shit yeah i've done that before yeah come on no, no, I, I, I know that you're. I know that you're an ivory tower academic, and and main, menial labor is is below you. But you know, some of us had to work to get where we are. Yes, getting a, a, a fucking JD is is not being an ivory tower academic, sir. Uh, <laughs> but no, no, it's just I. I don't even know if I necessarily like. Sure, maybe a plumber or a rancher could be a citizen legislator, but he's not a plumber and he's not a rancher. Well, like, there's nothing good about that, that either. Like, well, but I'm just saying I'm I'm value neutral on. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, that's fair. I'm value neutral on that, but but he, like, a person who owns a sports team is not a quarterback. You know, if you own an NFL team, you're not a quarterback. You own an NFL team. You know what I mean? Like, you, you don't do no, that. No, actually, I don't. Like, did, if did you, you did if you okay okay let me explain that. Did you not see George W. Bush's presidency? 
Okay, you don't understand what legislators are. Okay, if he puts on the cowboy outfit, he's a cowboy. If he puts on a suit, he's the president. If he puts on an airplaner's pilot, he's an airplane pilot. It is all. I mean, and, and, and even to be slightly serious about this, it's all about the accoutrement, baby. It's the dressings of power. You just wear the clothes and pretend to be the thing, and then you are the thing, because that's what What's it? the shit is. Yeah, that I mean, it's just so stupid that people think that. And I understand where it's coming from in a sense. It's like the, the recession of the real, you know, now it's like, oh, you do the, the right signifiers and suddenly you are the thing. And it's like, yeah, there's some truth in that. But also – It's still not the thing. Wayne, it's still fake. But I mean it – You know, I would respect I would respect Mark Wayne Mullen a lot more if I could have like a proper long night of drinking with some spicy food shit, call him, and he personally unclogged my toilet. That has never happened. That has never happened. And until Mark Wayne Mullen personally unclogs my diarrhea toilet, he's not a plumber. That's, How do you clog that's a toilet with diarrhea? I guess the toilet paper. Okay. Yeah, you just you gotta you gotta you gotta, gotta switch up the baby wipes at a certain point, clean. man. You gotta you gotta treat yourself. Yeah, uh, you know what? I would love to do that if I were in an economic position, but I'm not Mr. Bourgeoisie Lawman over here, Mr. Burnett, Mr. Okay. One, Mr. It's about JD, it's about to be, be Doctor Burnett. So careful, Esquire. I'm not calling you a doctor. I don't Esquire. Care. You only get Esquire. <laughs> I no, s- that's. I, I can still that's... yell about making you call me doctor. You can try. No one respects <laughs> you. Did you listen to last week's episode? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know how much respect I have around you. That's why I'm trying to sell the show to Fox. Ah. <laughs> uh. Okay, but new. I'm. I'm. Uh, let's just let's wrap up this segment with a call out to Mark Wayne Mullen. Until you release a video of you unclogging a toilet, you're not a plumber. Oh my God! What if his home improvement radio show is just him unclogging different toilets, and we're fucked, and we're just wrong, and he actually wins? That is a hundred percent not the case. I refuse to believe that. That that cannot be true. Um, well, you see, if it's a thicker doo doo, you wanna. Get in there with a snake, but I'll tell you what, those looser ones, or if it's just toilet paper, you get that with one of them big plungers, and you just wear some long pants, and you won't get none of that doo-doo on you. Uh, here's the, uh, but here's the thing. Oh, we're um, taking call-ins for a radio show. Call in 1-800-POO-POO, and you can, we can tell you how to get rid of your doo-doo problems, all right? Hello, this is Mark Wayne Mullen, taking your... Taking your doo-doo calls, we're on the ones and twos, we're coming at you with a little bit of uh, slippery wind wet. But see, that's the thing. I wouldn't believe it, because it's, if, it's if, if it's a radio show, you don't see him doing it, and you can make it sound like he's doing it. I have to watch a video of him doing it, because 100% he just asks his employees, and then he sits there and he, and he talks like you, except somehow dumber. Much dumber. I don't know. Uh. I, I think my dumb is pretty high. Like, I, think, I, don't, I, think, I think it would actually be a little bit difficult to get me past that one. But I don't know. I, I do we think, can try. I do think we're about to try, actually. Oh, we are. Oh, we are. Um, and we're going we're gonna to try with a letter to the editor to the Tulsa Beacon. There were two letters to the editor about this subject. Um, and they're both about changing the name of Lee Elementary. This um, is six killer paragraphs uh three of them are just one sentence it's it's pretty good it's pretty amazing this person Um, doesn't know what the what 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 an interbar is for 
Yeah. <laughs> it's called Letter to the Editor. Name change plan is hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. And it was published August 9th, twenty eighteen, by Andrew Dennehy. And a- Andrew Dennehy is 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 probably he's the kind of chud that I want to see Mark Wayne Mullen clear out of a toilet on video. You know, let's let's call him what he is. Um, and, and let's start let's start reading the article because they they, they thought it was worth publishing. Um, as a kid. The majority of my friends from school were of African descent. I've got a black friend, so they let me say that word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's also like we're of African descent. Honestly, that's a pretty good way to phrase it, but I don't trust it from somebody writing this. You know what I mean? Um, I don't trust anyone who says that. No one has ever said that phrase and not like and, and been justified in saying it. Like I, I, I choose not to use those words because like a lot of people died hearing that as the last thing and I'm not cool with that and so I don't like to give that vibe out and it's not respectful. But there's shitloads of people who are just like like I've never heard anyone who's about to justify whatever they're about to say with I know black people and that means like no, it doesn't mean anything. It just means whatever you're no. about to say is terrible. Yeah, it just well it, it just means you know black people. That's all it means. Well, it I doesn't think, I, I, tell I, I, anything. I think this next sentence, I, I have something to say about it. And yeah, this, I think, yeah, this next sentence is the one. Um, I can remember as recently as 2004, sitting around Fremont Terrace apartments and playing the Dukes of Hazard video game with several of my black friends, and none of them were offended by the name Robert E. Lee or the rebel flag on the roof of the 1969 Chargers. Which, number one... Put a period somewhere. Again, just put a period. Spell all things right. It's not a Chargers. It's a Charger. It's one car. The Robert E. Lee is not multiple cars. That's why it's the Robert E. Lee. And also, (laughs) maybe your standard for is this offensive is not people I know playing a video game. You know what I mean? I mean, not even just that, but... Or maybe that they knew that you were the kind of white person who uh, liked to justify things by using their uh, friendship with you as an excuse to use pejoratives. And they knew that if they'd gone, man, I don't really like the Dukes of Hazard because they, they're kind of racist. You probably would have laughed in their fucking faces slash beat them up. Or yeah. you would have called them a snowflake, or but except in uh, 2004. Well, I guess 2004. So, uh, yeah, it's still 2004. You might have called them something pretty awful. Yeah, might have, might have just used a used word. It starts with an N. Yeah, Who knows? and so Who yeah, knows? no. I wonder why they didn't feel comfortable complaining about your video game choices. And also, as a uh, person of color in uh, America, find me some culture that isn't uh, uh, somehow disrespectful to them. Because guess what? Yeah, everything is. It was a slave state. It's amazing how that works. Yeah, it's it's really shocking. It's really shocking. Um. But let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> so why are present-day Democrats so determined to open old wounds by bringing up past events that were settled over a century ago? And it's like, because you, can't you know really what? Also, fucking moron. Well, you know what also brings up the old wounds? Having it named after Robert E. Lee. Maybe that's a thing. You know, it's not like it's not like that name changes just because. <laughs> Just because you don't see it that way doesn't mean for other people it's not a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how would you? It, it's mind-boggling the fact that for some reason it's it's pick it's it's 
Listen, opening listen. An old wound I get that we're re- I, I get that we're reopening uh, 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 Auschwitz, but this time it's for housing. And yeah, we take down the Nazi insignia, but that's just expending energy on things that we could just not do. And I wait, mean, don't it's don't talk about fun. Nazi insignia yet. Don't don't talk about it because we got to talk about it later. All we got to right. talk about it later. Don't don't get ahead of it. Don't don't jump ahead. Jump the gun. <laughs> Because we got some galaxy brain and then we got the, the cosmic brain here. Uh, let's keep going for it so we can get to it. Um, I have convinced that racism would have died out many decades ago if it wasn't for the media bringing it up every five minutes. He doesn't know what racism is because racism <laughs> is a system and it can only be brought down yeah. if you change it. And the media has nothing to do with it. Yeah, the media this, is this all is... subject and racism is all object. The two things, they can't touch each other. This is 100% a guy who watches all the local news stories and doesn't understand that, like, the fact that anytime a black person is on the news, it's a mugshot, right? That, like, when a black person gets shot by the cops for being a black person and they put a mugshot up as the photo of the black person, that that's racism. He doesn't get that. He's just like, well, shouldn't. He doesn't understand that that's Well, he also that's doesn't exactly understand that crafting communities that don't have access to uh, safe housing, uh, education, uh, work opportunities, or uh, good food, uh, in, or healthcare, uh, end up creating uh, crime. And then you can just subjugate the people who are in those communities. Um, and that's not a thing that he would just be able to understand. Nope. No, it's not. Um but yeah, it's common sense that a wound will never heal if a person keeps picking at the scab. That's sound medical Before, advice. You don't put a cast on your leg or nothing because yeah, you just you, leave it. You also everything everything can be held to that maxim. That maxim is actually universal truth. I don't know if you knew or not. That was actually what the categorical imperative says. <laughs> um, and so yeah, that's that's the end of that. That you yeah, that's it. That's all you have to say about it. Um, but now. <laughs> We go from that that pearl to, to a real gem. As a person of Irish ancestry... Red people, red-haired which, people don't have souls. Pretty good tie-in with last week, though. Yeah. <laughs> but he says this. My forefathers were enslaved, starved, and tortured by the British. But I'm not screaming to boycott Reebok shoes simply because the logo is a British flag. You know, there are some people in Ireland that are still pretty mad about it. But but also you're an Irish person in America, you know. You, there there are more grammar <laughs> mistakes in this sentence, but we're not going to deal with them. It's just, it's like I don't I don't know even how to handle that one because I am generally like well, and like the, the even crazier thing. That's how I got into being a leftist. I was like, man, fuck the British in Ireland. But at the same time, it's like. What claim do you have to that? You are um, you are American through and through. This guy is not a Catholic. This guy 100% is not a Catholic, right? Like he probably doesn't it, actually <laughs> like JFK without uh, realizing that unironical liking of JFK is like 80% of what being modern and Irish is. Okay, I take deep offense at that. 80% of modern day being Irish, Irish American is having a bunch of stuff with the super cheesy quotes uh in that are like kiss kiss me i'm irish or something and like having way too many clovers in your house that's all irish american culture is and then being vaguely racist if you live in the northeast or being a very racist but so like i don't know lassie could report on that yeah yeah that's what that's the that's the that's the the on the ground reporting lassie's doing this weekend (laughs) 
what what Irish people keep in their homes. Uh, but like, okay, so I don't, I don't also get this like this last part because like he's like has this veiled like, oh yeah, the British flag is fucked, and like, what wh- what do you? This guy would probably has a rebel flag flying off the back of his truck. Yeah, like, do you understand also- that you're making like? An argument that you yourself don't buy? Yeah, and and it's also like, I don't know. It's one of those things where he says, as a person of Irish ancestry, and it's like, yeah, okay, but you're of Irish ancestry. You're not Irish. And of African descent in the U.S. was the problem with the whole slavery deal, you know? Like, that's removed in a very important way. You don't get, you don't have access to that identity in the same way that being a black person in America means having your identity defined by the experience of slavery, you know, like you got to move away from it. I, okay, okay, let's let's go to the, yes. the part. Um, what is truly bizarre is the fact that the PC movement prides itself as being tolerant, and yet they utilize tactics that are reminiscent of the Soviet Union or even Nazi Germany. Again, more grammar mistakes. <laughs> it's also a uh, single paragraph, single sentence that is a run-on. But Yeah, it's just such a run-on. There's um, also a, a – it's a question and it doesn't have a question mark. Would you, I'm just, I just got to hit these first before we even get into any analysis of what's said. Just let, just let everybody know of the basis of where this, this writing is. It's nuanced, complex. It's very complex. Um, the really complex thing is that the Soviet Union and Nazi Germany are the same. Um, and the most complex thing is about what he's going to say now. Joseph Stalin was a dictator who murdered over 20 million people, and he was known to simply airbrush over people in pictures who were not to his liking. The Nazis were known to tear down statues that did not fit their agenda. Kim Kardashian's photoshopping is the worst thing that has ever happened to this country. All right, this is a post-truth representation of the female form, and I will not stand (laughs) for it. It is Stalinist to airbrush. (laughs) That's the thing. Um, But here's the really... Kim Kardashian is a takey because she airbrushes her photos, and that is revisionist. (laughs) She has abandoned the immortal science of Marxism-Leninism <laughs> for revisionist Stalinist airbrushing and her failed workers' state. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know if anybody's ever made like a proper Trotskyist Kim Kardashian joke. Oh, no. I right, think, I think, that, that, I think we just that. won several awards for journalism. Um, oh, my God. I, I, I'm pretty sure we just won a journalism award. But here's the thing about him saying this. Here's the most important thing. There are no statues of Joseph Stalin or Adolf Hitler that are in public anymore. There might be a few of Stalin, right? But but people tore those down. <laughs> for There's a none reason. of Hitler anymore. <laughs> there are none of Hitler. There are none of Hitler. All statues of Hitler are located about 50 miles away from me in the free state of Saxony, all around Dresden, and they're all behind closed doors. And it's uh, it's it's a very real problem. But none of them are in public. <laughs> And I just, I just want to know if he's really happy that when you go to Prague, there's a massive statue of Stalin that's still standing that overlooks the city. I'm, I'm sure he's proud they didn't tear that down, you know. He's very happy about that. Um, it's just so stupid. I also, this is a person who, like, if you tried to explain, like, 
Whatever we've said it before. If you're gonna bring up, if you're gonna use this whole, oh well, communism bad and Joseph Stalin, or like one, Joseph Stalin was a bad guy empirically. Two, do do we get an do I get an opportunity to bemoan the things that happen under capital imperial capitalism? And then three, yeah, but that wasn't even really the system that like like it was almost immediately not the system that was supposed to be put in place. Like, yeah. Like, like, so like I get, but like, do we want to actually have a real conversation and couch this in real things? Cause if so, there's a lot of issues with this, but the other part of this is, is that like, yeah, his logic just doesn't won't stand. It's the exact same thing is okay. So, so let me ask you something. Were you, were you super down whenever in 2003, we pulled down all those statues of Saddam Hussein? Or were you like, <laughs> Oh no, we need to keep those statues of Saddam Hussein up because they're history. Can't forget your, yeah. You can't, you can't disrespect the artist <laughs> by tearing down these statues. This dude has totally not, like, at one time heard that there was a statue in Seattle, Washington, and been like, we should just, they should nuke it. Nuke Seattle. Nuke it. There's a statue of Lenin. It's an American. Rip it down. And, you know, at, at least Lenin, you know, didn't stand as the figurehead for a group of people that literally fought a war with America. I don't know. Um, but, okay, let's finish it out. Let's finish it out. America became confused and fought itself. <laughs> <laughs> Capitalism used uh, competing interests of northern and southern bourgeoisies. It's confused. It hurts itself in its confusion. Um, that's how I'm going to teach. Whenever I end up giving up and becoming like uh, a teacher, not that teaching isn't a noble career, but just when I give up on, <laughs> on doing something else, um, I respect all people who actually are teachers, and I, I will use that in class at one point. Um, but he, he finishes out the article. So how are these actions any different than what modern-day liberals are doing to Lee Elementary? The only difference is that the dictators of the past were not hypocrites who preached about being open-minded. I know, it's almost like really? Adolf Hitler actually said he was evil, and it's almost like the Republicans actually say they're evil all the time openly, and you don't call them on it, and you're just like, well, they're honest. And also, I agree, and I do not like immigrants. <sighs> Well, it's also not like there have been literal neo-Nazis winning Republican primaries. Or marching in front year. of the White House on Sunday because while we it's record. A thing. Or, or a dude who, after Donald Trump got elected, did the Hitler salute and said, Hail Trump, hail our leader. Oh. Oh, my God. Okay, Tulsa Beacon. Tulsa Beacon. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him a grade. <laughs> okay, what's your grade on uh, male poop to the Oklahoman? To um, buy every paper in every Tulsa Beacon paper and just tweet a ton of photos using it as toilet paper for the shit that Mark Wayne Mullen won't come to plumb. Those are your two options. Uh, I give the first one an F <laughs> and I give the second one a B plus because it's good but not great. <laughs> but then what should we do with it? You know, uh, I'm gonna give it a C minus for grammar. A B plus for spelling, because while there aren't any major spelling mistakes, I just the grammar. No, there too are. Bad. He wrote. Oh, he the Chargers, Chargers one. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, but that's but that, 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 that's just an S. I'll give it. I'll, I'll, you know, you're right. You're right. B minus. If you can't figure that out, you know, um, length. It's gonna be low. It's 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 like a D because it's only six paragraphs and several of them. Are, the the longest one is two sentences and it's a run on. Um, Discussion of subject matter. I guess that's an F. Yeah, it's, it's going to be yeah, an, it's F. Probably an F. 
gonna be enough. Yeah, I just it's I not. Mm, it's not. You don't really. You've got an anecdote, and then you've got um, just a lot of things that aren't very true or factual. So, socialist events for the week. Yeah, socialist events for the week. Um, on Thursday, August sixteenth, the Solidarity Through Food Kitchen has got its weekly meal from one to four p.m. You can contact them or us through their Facebook page to find out where it will be, and you can also donate them to a link that we've got up on many Reddit posts. Um, on Friday, August seventeenth, the New Sanctuary Network of Tulsa will have its weekly protest at the David L. Moss Correctional Facility from twelve to twelve twenty in front of David L. Moss. So, if you work downtown, uh, go protest ICE on your lunch break. Um, the weather's actually pretty been pretty nice, huh? It's gonna be raining. It's gotten a lot nicer. No, it's gonna be yeah, raining okay. all week. Well, that's better than like 150. You can, yeah. Yeah, you can cook an egg, like if if a window yeah, shines the high in the room. On Friday is gonna be here. Here's a little coming at you with the traffic and weather news. On Friday is gonna be a high of 90 with a low of 72, chance of rain, and very cloudy. I hope you keep those windshield wipers on. Stay safe out there, drivers. Uh, in conclusion, uh, you know, as always, you can follow us over on Twitter at Red Star Over OK. Our subreddit is R Red Star Over Oklahoma. Uh, and you can find that's where we put up the links to the stories we use as sources and uh, all our other fun information. You can listen, as always, on SoundCloud and iTunes. And like I said at the top of the show, guys, please do rate and review on iTunes. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, complaints, concerns, or stories you'd like to get on, or even if you have something you'd like to talk about and be interested in being interviewed for the show, uh, you can send us an email over at Red Star Over okay at gmail.com thanks guys and have a great week bye